Hey everybody and welcome back as we step into growth each day so that we can learn to know God better and better. Look, it's one of the shortest sentences in the English language, but as adults, we don't look anymore. Instead, we look over, we glance, or we move on. It's time to look and get our wonder back. Yard sale. We had one yesterday. My garage is a little cleaner because of it, and that makes me happy. I love getting rid of things. My four-year-old daughter, not so much. When my wife went through old toys and clothes with her to make a garage sale pile, it did not go so well. Especially when her kangaroo costume, which she hasn't worn since she was a baby, and hasn't been, and it's been hanging up uh, in her closet, which means uh, she didn't even really notice it until mom put it in the garage pile. Her response, it's my favorite. And of course, once the garage sale ended, her kangaroo costume had been bought, which led to some tears from her because her favorite kangaroo costume was gone. Favorites. Can't we relate? We all have our favorites, from desserts to movies, sports teams, music. Even parents have the favorite kid. Come on now. If you are a sibling, you know what I mean. In the Bible, and even today, favorites were created by man. Man felt entitled by thinking they were God's favorite. They were chosen. This led to division, doubt, distortion, and discouragement which then lead, led them and us to being distracted and vulnerable in our relationships with each other and God. That is why God was so blunt in regards to the new church in the New Testament and with us today for the local church. Check out the blunt truth from Paul in Romans chapter 2, verse 11, and I quote, For God does not show favoritism, end quote. Now, these two words were in reference at the time for two different demographics with some major historical contexts, the Jews and the Gentiles. The new modern-day church was still learning themselves and the new way, the Jesus way, the embrace grace now kind of way. And because of this tension, the Jews and Gentiles found themselves inside the church was one but divided amongst the law and the new way of church, the Jesus way, the embrace grace way. Enter Paul trying to convey the ultimate truth that God doesn't have any favorites. He judges, loves, forgives, and empowers us all on the same playing field. The same is true for us today. How often do we let entitlement and ego divide and distract us, causing division and discouragement among culture, among families, friends, and the local church. God doesn't have favorites, which means that's how we should look at each other. The same way he looks at mankind with love, grace, forgiveness, and with the hope for all of us to be empowered by his Holy Spirit to continue to spread this truth. Here's the step I challenge you to take today. Look at the people in your own home, the people in your neighborhood, the people at your workplace, in your schools, and so on. The same way God looks at us as equals, being on the same playing field. And remember that God doesn't play favorites, and neither should we. Instead, let's look at ourselves as equals. Let's believe everybody has a part, that everybody matters. 
Let's unite, love, forgive, and help empower others. So God, keep our steps on your path and help us to choose not to waver from following you. Amen. Are you ready? Let's take a step. Let's grow. I believe you are one thought, one word, and or one action away from a totally different life.